This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. is now breathing his spirit upon anyone he is now available to anyone who comes anyone who who will receive him anyone who wants to be empowered by him and so now as God is doing that it's a wake-up call to Jerusalem and everybody comes together to find out what in the world is going on on the day of Pentecost Jesus' followers huddled together in an upper room, praying and worshiping the Lord. Suddenly, a mighty wind came down from heaven. The Holy Spirit's presence set the city of Jerusalem on fire. In today's message, Pastor Robert points out that God was showing in a thundering way that He was available to all who would believe. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. I had looked at that from an eternal perspective rather than just what works now and, and what felt right now. It's so important. You know, when God looks at our lives, He wants us to remember. He says, you know, you, you're going to get 70 or 80 years on this planet. And then you have all of eternity after that. Th- this is not all there is. Year after year after decade after century, the Israelites were commanded to gather together and remember this life is only the beginning. There's a resurrection. There's an eternity to prepare for, to be mindful of. This is not all there is. The day of Pentecost, Luke says, now it had fully come. It had been fulfilled. Jesus Christ has been raised from the dead. The first resurrection is underway. You know, it's thousands of years they'd been looking forward to this. Now it's happening. They didn't fully understand it. They didn't realize. Now look at what takes place here. Verse 2 says, And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Not the wind the sound. You understand there was no wind. There was a sound that the only way they could describe it was it it was like a it was like a massive tornado or something. It was like this rushing wind. Why a wind? Well, because that's the description. God when in both Hebrew and Greek, the word for spirit is the same word as wind or breath. And, And when 
when God imparted life to Adam in the garden. Do you remember how he did it? He breathed on him. When Jesus, in John chapter 20, imparted life to the disciples, to the, do you remember what happened? It says he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. And they were made alive in Christ at that moment. But now, now he's doing something different. He's breathing in a bigger way. And so there's a sound like a rushing, mighty wind from heaven that filled the room. Then there appeared to them, verse 3 says, divided tongues as of fire. Again, it wasn't fire. It's just kind of what it looked like. And one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues, with other languages, is the wording there, as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven, thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And when this sound occurred, that, that sound of wind, the multitude came together and were confused because everyone heard them speak in his own language. Then they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Look, are, are not all these who speak Galileans? And how is it that we hear each in our own language in which we were born? Parthians and Medes, Elamites, those dwelling in Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, the parts of Libya, adjoining Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them speaking in our own languages, our own tongues. The wonderful works of God. So they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, whatever could this mean? Others, mocking, said they're full of new wine. So you see what's going on? All of a sudden, you've got thousands of people. You know, Some say that you could have as many as seventy-five to 100,000 people just on the Temple Mount in the Temple Complex, which is true. I mean, I've been there a couple of times now, and it's, it's an enormous area. I think it's, what, 17 acres or something like that? I can't remember exactly how big that area is, but... There could easily have been tens of thousands of people gathered together. The, the old city of Jerusalem wasn't that large. You know, we think of a city as a big, open, sprawling area. The reality is the old city, it was, it was a walled city. It might have been as big as, as the area south of 5th Street in South Beach. It, it wasn't that large a geographic area. You have thousands of people gathered together, centered around the temple compound, because they're here for the feast. They're here for this special event for God, and all of a sudden, they hear this sound from heaven, and it freaks them out. And that was the point. God is now breathing His Spirit upon anyone. He is now available to Anyone who comes, anyone who, who will receive Him, anyone who wants to be empowered by Him. And so now as God is doing that, it's a wake-up call to Jerusalem. And everybody comes together to find out what in the world is going on. And they hear these different languages being spoken. And, you know, I was thinking about this, and I talked about it a couple of weeks ago, but it doesn't hurt to review. There were roughly 120 people gathered together, we're told. Now, that's give or take double the number that's in this room. Now, what if every single one of you started talking at the same time? Would anybody understand anybody? You know what I mean? No. No. 
I mean, it would be chaos. There'd be confusion. And I'd be up here with a microphone saying, please, one at a time, quiet down. You know, you need, and especially if you're all speaking in different languages. How many did they name here? I didn't count. 12, 13, something like that. I mean, confusion. And you see, what was taking place here was doubly miraculous. You had 120 people proclaiming the wonderful works of God in a language they didn't know. The Spirit prompting them, giving them utterance, moving upon them. But they did the speaking. They were speaking in a language they didn't know. But then there were thousands of people hearing the 120, I believe in unison, because it's the only way that makes sense, saying the same thing in the same language. But they were all hearing different languages. You follow me? This was a one-time event. This was God pouring out His Spirit in that unique way at the Feast of Pentecost because there's a fulfillment happening. And He wants all of those... Remember, He had called the Jewish nation, He had called Israel to be His witnesses in the world. They were given first opportunity. And all of this group, all of the first Christians, all of the first followers of Christ were Jewish. And so they're all gathered together. He's giving them this opportunity. He's breathing His Spirit. And let's read on. Some of them are like, oh, they're just all drunk. That's what's going on. Verse 14, But Peter, standing up with the eleven, raised his voice and said to them, Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed my words. In other words, pay attention to what I'm about to tell you. For these are not drunk, as you suppose since it's only the third hour of the day, it's only nine o'clock in the morning, but this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And now Peter begins to quote Scripture to him. Joel chapter 2 says, "It It shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out of my Spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And on my men servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Peter was, you know, reminding him. Joel said that, it, you know, it starts here, but it's not going to end until he comes back. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. The name of our broadcast is our goal for this ministry, to keep the main thing, the main thing, Jesus Christ crucified, glorified, and honored as we study and apply His Word. Maybe you're listening right now in Miami-Dade County and you don't have a home church. We want to take this time to invite you to join us for worship. We meet Sunday mornings at 9.30, 11, and 12.30, then again at 7.30 p.m. on Sunday nights. For more information, call us at 305-531-2730 or log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website. Thanks, Tracy. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast to listen to or download. And we also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. 
with a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the entire Book of Acts. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. Or you can send us an email at questions at MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Mark your Bibles in the Book of Acts and join us next time here on Main Thing Radio. Radio.